0: There's a fight going on about global warming. No, no, not, not that one. That, that one's well put to rest, really. You could consider the research from 2013 that showed 97.2% of papers on the subject endorse the position that humans are causing global warming. Or you could take the actual word of a scientist. A scientist named Wally
1: Broker. Wally Broker, professor at Columbia University. Geochemist?
0: Who has this to say about global warming?
1: So there's no doubt that we're putting CO2 that CO2 is building up in the air. There's no doubt at all that it comes from burning fossil fuel CO2. There's no other way to explain it. It was dead flat for a thousand years before we started the Industrial Revolution. And since then, it's been going up in proportion to how much we add.
0: No, the fight I'm talking about isn't about science. It's about vocabulary. This is Science Sparring Society. I am Samuel Hansen. This lexical fight first came to my attention while I was at school at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. While I was there, I was talking to a fellow student and I said the words global warming. And professor asked me to stop. Please, please don't say those words. Use the words climate change instead. I did. I have. I've even tried to convince other people to do the same. But I may have been wrong. Actually, this this might be a good time for me to mention something that I left out
1: about Wally Broker. Wally Broker, professor at Columbia University, geochemist. Because
0: not only is he a geochemist, he's actually the first person to use the words global warming in a scientific paper. 1975's climate change, are we on the brink of a pronounced global warming. For him, the words just worked. He didn't have a sense of the import, the weight that they would later come to carry.
1: It just came out naturally, right? I didn't sit around and say God invented a new term for this. The reasons
0: that I started to use climate change instead of global warming were simple. The UWGB professor argued, and I agreed, that the term had become too laden with political ill will. And using climate change, it would be a lot easier to convince people using anecdotal evidence. How many people don't have a story now about how the weather has changed over the recent couple of decades? This isn't a partisan issue either. On one side, conservative strategist Frank Luntz told Republicans to use climate change because it sounds more controllable and less emotional. And on the other, the National Resource Defense Council's definition of global warming starts, Global Warming Explained. Climate change is the single biggest environmental and humanitarian crisis of our time. When I asked Broker about the terms, he pulled no punches. He may have even landed some.
1: Such an obvious thing to say. We put CO2 into the atmosphere, CO2 is going to warm the earth, and it's going to warm it all over the place. So that's global warming. I mean, it's a no-brainer. If you want to call it something else, well, you're just making it a bit more confusing to the public. It's going to be a warming.
0: And trust me, the use climate change because it lets you deal with the record snow and cold arguments
1: doesn't persuade Weather is all over the place. We've known that. So we have unusually warm summers. We have unusually cold winters. Weather has a lot of noise, and some of that is reflected in climate. It's it's multi-year, multi-decadal, and we're superimposing this warming on that, and um, it's a bumpy ride. Yale agrees with him. In a study released
0: in 2014, they found that global warming leads to a stronger rating of negative effects than climate change does, as well as a greater certainty that it's happening, better understanding that humans are causing it, and a higher issue priority. And that last point, that last point is probably the most important, because global warming, and yes, that is what I'm going to be calling it from now on, needs to be a high priority. It is happening, it is dangerous, and something needs to be done. I will let Wally Broker, Wally
1: Broker, professor at Columbia University, geochemist,
0: have the last word. I think we're in
1: deep, deep, deep trouble. To stop the rise of CO2 requires reducing our use of CO2 by a factor of 10. Yet between 1990 and today, it's gone up from, I think, 20 gigatons a year to 33 or 4. So we're not even starting to cut back. We're steadily increasing. So this is not funny. This is, this. we are doing something that could bring humanity down. Maybe the probability of that is low, but it's the kind of thing that could do that.